This is In the Know for Friday, September 23, the 266th day of 2022. There are 99 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And the hashtag is In the Know coming up today. We'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. We'll have your Cougar Sports Report, and we'll get you ready for the first weekend of fall. That and a whole lot more coming up today. You're on in the show. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. The is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. And as it turns out, the six-year-old outsmarts us all. Yes. Right? Yes, yesterday, yesterday, we all of a sudden like had a parental discussion on the air. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, we're having you know this this talk we would normally have privately, <laughs> and we're talking about, well, but is it supposed to be this? Come to find out, Alea knew what she was talking yes. about. She is in the hat parade today. Yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> but the hat's in my car. <laughs> yeah, she decided yeah. she wanted to go bunny ears. Yes. So like, yeah, yeah that's she's doing kid. her own she thing. She would do bunny yeah. ears in her own mm-hmm. in her own hat parade. Yes. So anyway, it's going to be a big weekend in Clarkson, and I hope they have a, a great time. You may see her in the parade tomorrow too. So it's uh, <laughs> going to be. Uh, <laughs> but oh, we dear. last night, you and I said she's just confused, yes. right? And come to find out, she wasn't. No. She wasn't just confused. <laughs> she knew what she was talking about. So you know, oh. kids kids say and do the darndest things. He is a five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's a two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Budapest, Rio, Tokyo, and even Clarkson. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks! Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? I kind of want to look at your hands to see if they're extra clean. Are your hands extra clean where you've been... Picking and spanning the floors and baseboards of your of your domicile. Oh, yeah. Are you having guests this weekend? <laughs> well, for a couple of hours, yeah, tomorrow. Just for a couple of hours? Yes. Oh. Is Adele or Dave, uh, Dave more likely to come in and do the white glove uh, test? Do, do, do like, you even run the run the finger across the top of the door facings? Do, do to you see? even need to ask that? Well, not really, but I just thought it was worthy of asking to let you answer. Uh, it, I mean, mother. Okay. So, well, is there, I mean, like most mothers, <laughs> she just wants you to be happy, healthy, and live in a clean mm-hmm. environment, and she she. Right. That's mm-hmm. she just wants your well-being. But um, so, yes, uh, the the parents are coming over. Uh, you are having your annual go out and attack the honey festival festival well, with it's, gusto. It's I mean, it's my mom's first ever oh, honey fest. Oh, your dad's been here for the honey. Fest Correct. Before. The first year I was gotcha. here back in 2018, he came down uh, as because we were headed to see my little brother Western to watch them play football. Uh, that night, and he just, it was a stop. But it clearly left a big enough impression upon him that he says, Adele, you got to come see this. Yes. Yes. I think so, because it's the Honey Festival, you don't have to worry about, like, food prep or anything like that. So, you all can just go and eat at Cattleman's or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hey, well, that I'm works a little, out well. I'm a little disappointed no Cougar Van Pork Chops at the Honey Ooh, Fest. There are yeah. not. I don't, I didn't see them set up. Because of home football game? I, I guess. Probably. 
I guess. And then I assume that they'll be competing tomorrow, right? Uh, no, they're in the Honeyfest Parade tomorrow. I've oh. not seen that they're competing okay, tomorrow. Okay, well, then I guess maybe they're not. I've seen the instructions so for... Does, the I've seen report time for the parade and all that, but I've not seen anything about a contest so, for Instead tomorrow. of throwing candy out, do they throw pork chop sandwiches? Uh, they probably oh. should or could. I remember Bell Cheese handed out cheese wheels that one. I'd You're just like, rather, oh, everybody have I mean, some cheese. So. If you I, think- I like <laughs> Bell Cheese and all, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, if throwing pork chop sandwiches, I might throw an elbow. How if, about if you think the Honeyfest parade is crazy, just like from people on the sidelines for candy cheese. and cheese, you throw in some pork chop sandwiches, mm-hmm. it's going to get real. Can I get some cheese on my pork chop sandwich? <laughs> that would be uh, that would be all well, right. We, we've got connections. Sam, I need you to look around the Honeyfest for me, and if you find one, let me know. I'll, I'll keep a lookout as well, but I need you with your keen eye to be aware. When I lived in Evansville at the Westside Nut Club Fall Festival, they had something called a Pronto Pup. And and a pronto pup was instead of it being a um, instead of it being a corn dog, it was made with um, just flour. Like the breading on it was slightly different, but it was longer and it was on a stick, so it was closer to like a foot long corn dog hot uh-huh. dog but with the breading was slightly different and they called it a pronto pup if you see a pronto pup let me know will you is that what's going to bring you to the honey fest oh i mean i'm going to be looking on my own at the honey uh-huh. fest for the pronto pup i'm saying if it escapes me if i don't see it and you see it let me know i'll, I'll look i saw that there's a lot of barbecue and tell dave i recommend one okay. if he finds one okay there's barbecue I did see there are a couple of barbecue trucks in the Cattlemen's. All right. Lots of food. Sweater weather is here if you, you know, choose. Maybe this afternoon you don't want to wear a sweater. This morning it would have been fine. This evening it'll probably be fine. Uh, my thermometer when I woke up this morning said 47. So um, yeah, today's, today's those weird days where it's you're in between mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah you've got your uh, quarter zip on there and so yeah because i know that when we get out of football tonight it might be a little chilly sure yeah increasing clouds throughout the day today we're going to see a high of 70 so a little lower than actually they originally uh, considered a couple of degrees lower cloudy 59 tonight and we'll see a high of 84 tomorrow so should be should be nice you know 59 the overnight low and then it'll take a while to warm up i think it'll be ideal by the time the Honeyfest parade rolls off you'll be able to go short sleeves and so just feel the sun and uh, being out there and the air won't be all that humid it'll be really nice i knew that if we showed up and did this show enough time something good was bound to happen eventually <laughs> so i got excited at something that i learned this morning it it was fridays just sometimes have a way of just delivering some of the best news mm-hmm and so, by my count, this is um, this is our two thousand five hundred and sixty second attempt at this. <laughs> so I learned this morning that Mike Judge. Do you know the name Mike Judge? Aaron's brother, right? Uh, I don't. I think there's no relation there. Um, Mike Judge is known as the creator of Beavis and Butthead. Mike Judge created Beavis and Butthead back in the late '80s, and it was on it was on MTV, right? And then yes. uh, Beavis and Butthead, and then I think, isn't it still? It's still. I, well, say, I, I don't know if still. it came back. And then uh, he was involved with King of the Hill. He has also developed uh, Idiocracy and an HBO series called Silicon Valley. 
In much the same way that I would presume broadcasters felt when WKRP in Cincinnati came to the airwaves, it it really kind of gave the rest of the world a glimpse into what it was really like to work in radio stations in the 70s and 80s. Mm-hmm. Mike Judge is releasing a new program on Peacock that he's developed, and it's called In the Know. <laughs> well. So you kind of have me hooked right there. The guy who made Beavis and Butthead mm-hmm. is now making a show called In the Know. All right. I'm intrigued. Is he telling people to don't be stupid? Let's let's learn more about it. I have a feeling he would. So, NBC Universal's Peacock Service says it's developing with Mike Judge its first adult animated series with Judge, and it's called a series is titled In the Know, and it centers on a character named Lauren Caspian, who is described as NPR's, National Public Radio's, Mm -hmm. third most popular host. (laughs) This is mirror image, because I am clearly third most popular host on this program. Who's who's one and two? I don't know. I know it's not me. It's not me. Norman and Dennis. So... I'm just wondering, has Mike Judge been observing us for the better part of 11 years? And now he is finally writing a program that is basically taken from inside our operation. Mm -hmm. And he's using our name. Well, I know that even sometimes when Zuckerberg gets us on Facebook, that uh, there's always one person usually watching. So maybe maybe he's he's above Zuckerberg and he's he's that one. Maybe it's Mike Judge. Uh Does this now make me the great Cornholio? <laughs> you got to put your shirt up. <laughs> I read it this morning. This can't be true. Really? So maybe you'll get a guest cameo in it. I'll have to. I I don't know that I want one. I've seen is some it, of. Is it animated? Uh, yes. Yeah. It's oh, that okay. stop. It's that uh, stop it's animation. It's the Beavis and Butthead style. Yeah. So I. <laughs> this could be really good. Um, but it could also be really bad. We'll You'll watch to, at least the first episode. Absolutely. Without a doubt, we'll watch and see. All right. Some of the headlines today. A Caneyville felon is facing drug, gun, and hindering prosecution or apprehension charges. This happened uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, in the Grayson County Sheriff's Office responded to... Uh, 28 East Frank Street in Caneyville to serve a suspect, 26-year-old Dakota Payton of Caneyville with an arrest warrant. At the scene, they made contact with a 61-year-old David Bryan who was sitting in a truck. And during a search of the area, deputies located Payton eight feet away from Bryan hiding in a car after being told that he wasn't there. So Bryan was also arrested initially for hindering prosecution apprehension because he lied to deputies, etc., etc. So... Uh, a semi-trailer buckled as it left a Litchfield business midweek this week, closing Salt River Road for uh, about two and a half hours. The 1,000 block of Salt River Road was the location where a major's transit tractor trailer, which was carrying a load of cardboard, buckled as it left Cormark. It appeared the driver attempted to turn into a business driveway in order to get off the roadway, but when I was able to, unable to clear the trailer from Salt River Road, LPD was there for traffic control. And that's weird. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you would think something heavy 
think would do that. Cardboard to me doesn't sound like it's heavy, but if it's dense it enough and there's enough of it, thirty-two thousand pounds of it, I think is what. Oh I was well, now that's a lot of that's a lot of cardboard. <laughs> I, I guess you what put somebody told me thirty-two thousand pounds of anything in there, and it's uh, heavy. I wonder what weighs more, Sam: thirty-two thousand pounds of gravel or thirty-two thousand pounds of feathers? Which weighs hmm. more? I think you're trying to pull a fast one. On Police in Ohio County <laughs> are searching that earlier. For, uh, that's one I would pull on her. Mm-hmm. Uh, police in Ohio County are searching for two missing women, one who's not been seen in four months. The Ohio County Sheriff's Office said Sheila Henderson has not been seen or heard from since May of 2022. Her last known location was the 200 block of North Lafayette Street in Beaverdam. Megan Elizabeth Bays Howard has not been seen or heard from since August of 2022. She was last seen the 4,000 block of Highway 505 near O'Layton. As she walks south toward Horse Branch, anyone with information on the location or uh, either of these missing women asked to contact the Ohio County Sheriff's Office. A Bowling Green man has been accused of shooting his brother. 22-year-old Aaron Nickel was arrested for shooting his brother on Monday morning about 1130 on Hunts Bend Road. The victim, who suffered a single gunshot wound, was transported to Nashville. Nickel, who fled the shooting scene, was interviewed by the Warren County Sheriff's Office on Wednesday and taken into custody. He's charged with first-degree assault, lodged in the Warren County Regional Jail. Hmm. For some reason, I wanted to call that guy a Vidal. He looks like Vidal Sassoon. He's got that, that, that the hair, hair. got a strong hair game going there. Probably a little jealous of the hair, aren't you? I mean, it's good, pretty good hair. I don't know that I listen. I don't. I don't mind my hair, uh-huh. but I know when to respect other people's. I uh-huh. see when I see a strong hair game. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be envy just for me to point it out. I go. I says no. It might might need a leave in conditioner or something in there, but. It's, it's, <laughs> Gosh, that would be VO5, honey. There's a lot to work with. The hot oil treatment. Oh, the hot oil treatment. Got it. All right. In a state hit by devastating tornadoes and flooding within a span of several months, a new and diverse advisory council (laughs) will help guide responses to natural disasters and prepare communities for any future crisis, according to our governor. Governor Andy Beshear signed an executive order creating the Council for Community Recovery and Resiliency. It will include representatives from a wide range of state and federal agencies. The goal is to provide comprehensive guidance for communities recovering from disasters and make them more resilient against whatever might hit us next. You need somebody from the Red Cross on that board, doesn't he? You know somebody? Mm-hmm. Yep. Trying to sign her up. More things to do. She doesn't have enough to do. That's for sure. That's right. <laughs> I did uh, a week before last. I did ask if she was going to be Kelly Craft's running mate for lieutenant governor, but apparently she got passed over she was for Max Wise. Second choice. Yeah, it was neck and neck. Mm-hmm. A federal program that supports crime victims is awarding almost $23 million in grants to Kentucky programs. Funds totaling $22.8 million will go to assist 120 programs and projects. The programs funded include children's advocacy centers, court-appointed special advocates, domestic violence, and sexual assault programs. The uh, VOCA funds come from fines, forfeited bail bonds, penalties, and special assessments collected from federal offenders by the U.S. Attorney's Office, federal U.S. courts, and 
the Federal Bureau of Prisons. So that's where the money comes from, and they put it back into helping victims of said crime. So uh, I think that's good. Attorney General Daniel Cameron is applauding a Louisiana federal court ruling that struck down a COVID-19 vaccine mandate for staff and volunteers at federal Head Start programs in 24 states, including Kentucky. The ruling by the U.S. District Court for the Western District of Louisiana affirms the legal challenge brought by Cameron and 23 other states in December, which argued that the vaccine mandate was unlawful and unconstitutional. Okay. <laughs> Were either of you all consulted about this in the no program that Mike Judge did? No. Like, has this been happening and I'm the only one who's not been aware of it? it I mean, no. when you sign contracts, you're supposed to n- not talk about these There's things. Not, you know there this. was a non-disclosure <laughs> uh-huh. clause in your consultancy uh-huh. on that? I'm still very anxious. NPR's third most popular host. <laughs> I, I am intrigued as to what that means. It's got to be a tongue-in-cheek thing, right? But I will tell you... Um, I'll go ahead and take credit or blame, but I named this show. Mm-hmm. And, honey, you probably remember the day that I suggested it. Yeah, sort of. I mean, I remember where I was because I wasn't sure. I was like, eh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I did think that it had an NPR-esque sound to it. If NPR has all things considered, mm-hmm. then I would think, you know, something like in the know sounds very NPR-y. Mm-hmm. And Mike Judge is sort of confirming that by using it as a title for a television program about a show on NPR. Now, what happens if he says it's a show about nothing? Well, he would be right. Uh-huh. I mean, a Washington woman arrested was arrested after she allegedly drove a stolen car into fresh concrete and became stuck before trying to flee the scene with a child and a bottle of whiskey. It's got the makings of all of a good news story here. The incident happened Monday in Lakewood, Washington, as crews were pouring concrete for a stretch of pavement at the Northgate Road and Edgewood Avenue roundabout. You know where it is, Sam. You've been through there many times. In Washington? Oh, yeah. yeah. Photos from the scene showed the Mini Cooper stuck in the concrete and a trail of footprints leading away. The 32-year-old woman, the driver, was driving with her 4-year-old son in the back seat. So she drives into the construction zone, realizing realizes she's stuck and can't go anywhere from there and so she just bails out of the car but that's the bad thing about wet concrete you get in there and it's pretty revealing on where which, you go which direction you went and that type of thing so that's how they get so you right that's how they get you you know that's all they had to do is follow the trail to find you got to get to a break we'll come back got your cougar sports report for the week coming up here on in the know Today is Love Note Day. Those of you that want to pass notes, Love Note Day. It is also today Restless Leg Awareness Day today. What Kramer would call the Jimmy Leg. Mm -hmm. You still have Restless Leg? 
I'll have it every once no, in a while. Yeah, and then uh, tomorrow, today is anything else today? Tomorrow is punctuation day. Tomorrow is kiss day. Sunday is comic book day. One hit wonder day is on Sunday. And then world pharmacist day is on Sunday as well. So hug and squeeze your pharmacist on Sunday. <laughs> Shout out to Trevor Ray. Right? I mean, you probably won't see your pharmacist on yeah. Sunday unless maybe you go to church with them or mm-hmm. this morning. something you did Mm -hmm. so that's good so that you can celebrate uh, that so uh, plenty of things to celebrate this weekend including the arrival of the honey fest also the arrival of homecoming i guess the best news is sam no road trip to graves county tonight are you Hmm. happy about that yeah, or Morgantown or Glasgow. Just no road Calhoun. trip, period. Yeah, so no, you'll be in the friendly home. confines tonight. It's the first time in, it feels like 25 years. Yeah, it's especially especially when you have to go, you know, on a road trip to Graves County. It feel, that feels like four road trips it does. combined into one. Well, and Calhoun's almost like two. It's not that far, but it's... So it's, you go Calhoun, yeah. Morgantown, and uh, Morgantown. Yeah, Glasgow, Glasgow before that. Yeah, no, it's it's for, I mean, throw Morgantown in there too, which is just you know always a treat. Yeah, Morgan Field is somewhere else. Mayfield, Morgantown, put Mor- the two together. Yeah, Morgan get, Field's, I think, Union Morgan County. Morgan Field, it is. It's, it's all good. So Muhlenberg County comes to town. The um, Mighty Mustangs, uh-huh. we'll say. I'm just, that's their word, not mine. Um, it's homecoming night, so there have been a a lot of festivities throughout the week. Did I see... Did they have Adam Sandler Day earlier this week? Monday was Adam Sandler Day because I remember that well one... Done. One, I think it was Alex Cook. Mm-hmm. I think he thought Adam Sandler Day was last Monday, so he showed up dressed <laughs> like Adam Sandler, and I think walked in and realized, why is nobody dressed like Adam Sandler? <laughs> That's good. I saw this week Adam Sandler had hip surgery, yes. like walking around with a cane, uh-huh. so maybe somebody did that this week. So it's, anyway, it's a big build-up to tonight. Sam, are you nominated for Homecoming King? No, but I think no. a member of our crew is. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, that sounds good. Um, our I guess we'll be anxious to find out uh, what happens tonight. So the Muhlenberg County Mustangs come to town. These two teams, it's, it's uh, I mean, both programs were not exactly neighbors because you've got Ohio County between the two. Mm-hmm. But going back historically to the pre-consolidation days, then the consolidation days, then the pre-consolidation days, and then the final consolidation days, but going back to Central City days and Drakesboro and all that, then and into Muhlenberg North and South. Yeah, you had you Muhlenberg kept, Central in there. Can't forget about them. Then you had Muhlenberg Muhlenberg North and South, uh-huh. and then they combine back together. Now you just got Muhlenberg County. So while these two programs and these two schools and communities are not strangers to one another, technically these two teams have only met about a dozen times. This will be the 12th right. tonight. And right at 12. Cougars have controlled the series for the most part. They lead 8-3 to three in the series, and they've won four straight. Four straight over four the Mustangs? Four straight against the Mustangs. You know, Muhlenberg County should be better at football than they are. Yeah. Um, when you look at, I mean, here's what I will tell you: it always been a big basketball powerhouse. Those North and South teams, and North was typically better, had you know a, a great heritage, great. But Muhlenberg South football eventually they just went, they did away with Muhlenberg South football. And I don't know if it's because their junior pro program wasn't working, or there was a period of time. It's been over a decade ago, but when you interrupt 
like when you stop the pipeline of players, it just shows you how even for a decade later or years and years, it's hard to build momentum. And when you don't have a culture of winning at something, kids don't want to play and it's harder to get them to turn out. And Grayson Kelly has been through that over mm-hmm. the years, Absolutely. but over the last decade or so, they've had a winning tradition, which is kind of help, helping, you know, keep the engine primed. But Muhlenberg County, for their size, they should have access to the athletes to field a better program than they have the last few years. Fair? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's 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 fair, but uh, I mean, they got a good quarterback, Canyon Johnson. He he's a really good player. He's a sophomore. Uh, he's gonna run and he's gonna pass. He's he's a really talented guy. He's uh, 551 yards uh, passing, over 450 yards rushing. He's gonna be the key. The Cougars gonna have to stop tonight. Huh. Let's talk about the Cougars for a second. Mm-hmm. Is this game tonight? Uh, are the the Cougars' successes and uh, failures at this point more about themselves than the opponent? Are they having a hard I mean, time finding momentum and they, rhythm? They've played some good teams. I mean, Graves County, you look at their record, they were 1-3 going into last week's game. I think my memory's right, but they played a brutal schedule. I mean, Mayfield, Paducah, Tillman, McCracken County. I mean, they played really, really tough teams. Yeah. So they've played a tough schedule. They, there, there's no doubt about that. Now they're moving into a portion of their schedule. Again, Muhlenberg County can still win tonight. There's no doubt about that. And same thing with Breckenridge County next week and Ohio County two weeks after that. But you've got three games for the Cougars that if you're not a little bit better than, you're at least on an even playing field. So I think that at least needs to make you feel good. And I think, I mean, the biggest thing is that, like we touched on, is that this is, they're ending their longest road trip since 1979, which, I mean, we joke about it, but, I mean, that was Roger Lush's senior year of high school. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been a long time since, and that's not me necessarily even calling him old, but it's more just... It's been a long time since the Cougars have, have gone on a road trip like that, and it's got to be daunting. Yeah. You just They now get to come home for truly homecoming because they have been home since the first week of the season when they beat Edmondson County. Yeah, a, a lot of miles. And the other thing we do, you know, we talked on Monday when the poll was out. You know, the, that top ten in that class has Hancock County, who's not an opponent, of course. But, <laughs> but scrimmage. Scrimmage. you got Hancock County, McLean County, Butler County, mm-hmm. all three in the top ten. Mm-hmm. In the in that class in the poll, so it shows you they're pretty good. The Cougars aren't as uh, potent as they have been the last couple of years, especially That's their fair. their offense, and so it's causing a bit of a disparity. But as you mentioned, now you're going through a stretch where it should be more competitive in the coming weeks, and you hope you certainly hope that you don't come away from tonight scoreless, because then you'll go you know then you've got a string of quarters without scoring because they got shut out at Mayfield on Friday night. Biggest thing, too, is that they're getting healthy. Colby Chaffin's return last week on defense. And the defense, uh, you, you look at it, and if you didn't watch the game, you see, oh, 33 to nothing. It doesn't look like the defense did much. But Chaffin's just added an edge to the defense. He had five tackles for a loss in the game, which is, that's a lot. That's a lot of tackles for a loss. And he mm-hmm. just, he looked like a player who hadn't played in three weeks. You could tell it was almost like they unleashed the, or I'm thinking of the, the WWE where I, I'm, is it the Undertaker who lifts out the coffin and they finally let him out of the cage and he 
comes up and shows up, and that's kind of what it looked like for Colby Chaffetz. He was playing like a man with a man on a mission, and that's what he did. And hopefully, he can carry that over against the Mueller County team tonight. All right, let's talk about the really important matters that are going on tonight, and that's the homecoming tailgate. It is. <laughs> it is. I mean, because there's food involved. Yes, bring your own food. From what I understand, well, I mean, but anytime you get together and yeah. you, you know you have fellowship and you bring your own food and you tailgate and three thirty is what time that starts. And uh, what they're asking is for you to bring canned food donation to get in. I know that they're asking, I think, at least two to bring in. So don't just go and get your can of lima beans and and, and think that that's <laughs> that's your ticket in. But mm-hmm. just try and at least some rotel. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd rather have the lima beans, but and I don't particularly like lima beans. But so, you know, support all of those cans are going to our good friends Debbie Childress across the street. But they're also going to be doing. Uh, if you bring canned foods, you're going to get raffle tickets. They're giving away a lot of prizes, a lot of really cool stuff too that the, uh, that businesses have donated. And I think they're even raffling off uh, like on a more of a silent auction. I think some old Cougar football jerseys. Hmm. Okay. And yeah, so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. I, I know that there's more. I don't want to mention something in the case that it's not happening, but I think that there is some jerseys that will be auctioned off. And uh, maybe a tour of the school? They the are going to do a tour tour of the school, so if you're an alumni, even if you're not, you've always been curious what it looks like inside Grayson County High School, I think they're going to open up the school. School's changed a lot over the years. Has it? <laughs> yes, it, it okay, has. See, yeah. I, I didn't know if that was sarcasm or not. No, yeah, no. it really has. Uh, but yeah, so you'll get to tour the school and, and see that, but that'll happen, the tailgate behind the scoreboard uh, in... Uh, at Cougar Stadium tonight. So it'll be kind of lined up. There's that big field that the team will sometimes practice on. It's kind of out right field of Don Lee Field. So kind of in between those two is that there's the field, and that's where they're going to be tailgating from. On the K105 Sports Twitter account last evening, I think I saw a really good photo of uh, some volleyball players and maybe a volleyball coach and um, some participants there. Maybe that it's, photo? Oh, yeah, there it is. Uh, what? Tell me about that photo. Senior night was last night for the Lady Cougar volleyball team. You have left to right on this picture, and you can also see it on our social media channels. Allie Dotson, Emily Butler, uh, Lily Payne, manager Emily Lush, and then head coach Kelly Harris. Lady Cougars swept Muhlenberg County in volleyball last night. They've now won two straight. They're finally healthy now. They're That's finally good. trying to get healthy and kind of get this, is that they got a little less than a month away from the district tournament to kind of build together and come back. They're playing three different teams tomorrow? They are. They're playing in the Soaky Slam, which is Good, good name. I know you, you like yeah, yeah. Soaky Slam. So they're playing uh, Allen County, Scottsville. They're playing Campbellsville, Warren Central, and ACS tomorrow down at Allen County, Scottsville. Lady Cougar Soccer, uh, you were on the pitch earlier this week. They also had senior night, so we'll make sure that we throw up their picture as well. Um, and they beat Butler County 2 to nothing on Monday, and then they lost to Hart County. They will host Fort Knox on Wednesday. It's the last week of the soccer regular season, which is kind of crazy to think is they're headed towards district tournament time. Any of these, any people in this photo, do any of them cuss like Roy Kent? Now that I don't know. Okay, I just want to make sure. I mean, on senior night, I just thought Uh maybe that, when you do interviews with them, I thought maybe you were able to figure out which one of them was more Roy Roy Kent. I interviewed Elizabeth Lindsay, who is number 26 to the left of Coach Van Meter, Mm -hmm. and there was no Roy Kent coming out of her her, for a Cougar conversation a couple of weeks ago. That's not very ladylike, so we want to be as ladylike as possible. And Colton Glenn, who I interviewed for the boys' soccer team as well, he didn't have any... 
That's Roy good. Kent and, no, and him either. Okay. And don't be Jamie Tart either. Nobody likes Jamie Tart. Well, he's, I mean, listen, nobody likes Nate. <laughs> that's, right. that's the real one. Next up for Spoiler the lady, alert. lady Cougars on the on the pitch. They Fort Knox on Wednesday, right. and it'll be uh, last week of the regular season. Boys lost to Muhlenberg and Apollo this week. What, what are they doing in the week ahead? Last week, the regular season for them as well. They'll go to... Ohio County on Tuesday, and then they'll host Hart County on Wednesday to wrap up their regular season. And they get to host the district tournament this year. Oh, great for them. Uh, we were talking about, you know, we started earlier in the week and we talked about Jackson Mays and um, uh, we talked about Jackson and Landon. But then I'm so happy and proud of Natalie Garrett and what she was able to do this week. Uh, just super excited. She had a great week on the course. Yep, she qualified as well for the semi-state. And it depends on how you want to look at it. Some people are calling it round one of the state. Some people are calling it semi-state. But the KHSA is switching it up and that they're now taking region winners and you're going to three different locations around the state and collect Winchester, Owensboro, and Shepherdsville. And it's like four regions at each location and then they take the top out of those to go down to Bowling Green and Grace County will have three competing next week up at Heritage Hills and Shepherdsville. Natalie Garrett, Landon Skies, and Jackson Mays. Which you, think is great. Players, you think players like this better? That intermediate step, is it? I'm going to say no. No. Because I think, I mean, it probably takes a little bit away from not going down to Bowling Green and competing in the thing, but now it takes away the cut from Bowling Green. I think it's, I don't know. Um, but the pro to the Lady Cougars and the Cougars is that they've played Heritage Hills a couple of times this year, so they know that course. They're a little bit more familiar, listen, which has that to makes help. a big difference. Oh, it does. Yeah, it it does. Difference. I mean, they know the bumps. They know the you know where the bunkers are. It, it really helps. Right. Uh, cross-country team, what are they doing this week? Uh they competed in the Trinity Valkyrie Invitational last weekend. Uh, Peyton Nash finished in 24th. Houston Brooks finished 41st. Over 200 runners from all over. I mean, Ohio, Indiana. It was a really big meet held at Tom Sawyer. They'll be in the Hopewell Invitational tomorrow Is that morning. just south of Short Creek, Hopewell? No, it oh, is actually okay. in Paris. Oh, okay. So they're uh, going across the pond and, and heading to Paris. There are lots of Hopewells around, apparently, because yes. we've got uh, one here locally. But the biggest thing with that is that that's where the state meet is held so it's in bourbon county at there they have a nice cross-country course and that's where it's held so it kind of gives them an opportunity same thing with golf to kind of learn that course where the hills are and mm-hmm. it's it's almost like a practice i know the middle school just for you they're competing in the hillbilly run oh hillbilly run that's good um but to be clear if i show up on hopewell road in the morning i'll be on the i'll be in the wrong place i mean i'm sure you can start running but Whew, that's hilly i don't want to run hopewell road no that's well that's i don't know the hopewell right. invitational very well could be hilly too I in bourbon it county could be uh, uh, you kind of teased or mentioned some of the Cougar conversations that you've been having. Who are you having a Cougar conversation with tonight at halftime? How about we go to golf? Golf. That sounds golf. good. Did I just mention? Did I just mention his or her name? Uh, yes. And then there's one that you didn't mention that we'll okay. get to talk to. All right. That and there's good. there's a good story too that I know that when I talked with head golf coach Tony Embry, he said you got to make sure that you ask this kid this question. And right. I don't think that kid appreciated asked the question. Really? Did you blame it on Coach Embry? Uh, no, I think he realized it was his fault. But uh, oh, I think, I if see. anything, Coach Embry will find it hysterical, which all is right. all that really matters, Very right? Very good. Uh, UK, last of the cupcakes through Kroger Field tomorrow. Northern Illinois at 1-2 and two, comes in. Kentucky should advance to 4-0, and oh, but do they look good tomorrow in doing it? As they prime so. up for their trip to Ole Miss next week? I hope so. Uh, I think getting the running game going, I think the biggest question is, is 
that Northern Illinois quarterback healthy or not? Yeah, they've been, and just like we would be, they've been kind of uh, tight-lipped about uh, their personnel matters. They don't have, you know, at the college level, they don't have to be very revealing about, you know, what to expect and that type of thing. So I can't really blame them for not just saying, hey, our quarterback's hurt or he's not hurt. But their backup played, you know, uh, oh, Okay, last week. I mean, against not, against Vandy, not great, but. but. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't absolutely terrible. So, anyway. All right. So, uh, what what time are we going with the locker room show tonight? 6.30 will be the locker room show from Cougar Stadium. We get to go head home, which is nice. Okay. Which is nice. And then gonna, on Tuesday like as that, well, looking Dude, forward to... Whoa. Uh, on Tuesday, we have Lady Cougar Volleyball, our final time regular season for them as they host Edison County on Tuesday. Wildcats come to town. Right, there's the Cougar Sports Report. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Did you know the television was invented only two years after sliced bread? Wow. Hmm. Television is only two years newer than sliced bread. Now, here, here's the weird thing about sliced bread. Even to this day, slicing your own bread, nearly impossible. To make it uniform and not crummy. The sliced bread you get out of the bag at the store, Mm -hmm. try doing that at home. Mm -hmm. With the uniformity that it has, it's nearly impossible. So it's not as if we weren't slicing bread before the television was invented because we were taking a knife and sawing the end off of it or whatever. We were slicing it. It just didn't look good when we did it and it weren't they weren't even slices and it didn't get and it got smushed when you because your knife wasn't sharp. Why are you smiling at me, honey? You're not I, buying I just, this? Uh, oh, I'm buying it. Yes. I'm just enjoying you having such a strong opinion uh, on really slicing does. bread. Yes. <laughs> but if he, you, he's all about this what, uniformity. Is this what the first episode uh, with uh, Mike Judge is going to be about? Yep. Like if he cuts up like vegetable, fruit, whatever, and they're all the same size, whereas me, I'm willy nilly. Uh-huh. I mean, but yeah, so he, yeah. Is that from the Druthers be... days? No, actually, it goes, it's prior to Druthers. What made me so excellent in Druthers days was that I was raised on Ginsu steak knives infomercials, and man, they would just chop, 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 chop. Mm-hmm. It would be even, and they'd get in there with the onion, and mm-hmm. it would be, like, that's, that's well, where see, it comes from. The restaurant I worked at you had. Don't tell had me the, television will rock slicer, your brain. Had the slicer. Mm-hmm. But luckily, you had to be 18 to use the slicer. Was I think that's that was the rule or whatever it was. And yeah. when I started there, I was under 18. So I made it a deal of, and it's kind of like the Alan Cutler in, in when he did TV, is that he never learned how to use the camera because if he once he learned, he'd have to do it himself. So for me, I le- never learned how to use the slicer so that I never had to do it, never had to clean it or anything. Well, and so see, I would like to have bread that is not sliced. That, that means it's good sourdough, homemade, Amish bread. Bring it on. Okay. Well, you're just going to eat it by the loaf? You or- still cut it, but no, honey, you wouldn't like it for a sandwich because it would it would not be even. Yeah, it would one, not be perfect. One slice is going to be but a little thicker than the other. But I didn't ask you if you wanted to share it. Oh, I know. I'm just I'm just asking <laughs> what your approach would be, whether it would... We have, whether, a, we you, have a bread knife. You start, start a layer young and teach her how to do it. That bread knife we have, though, I mean, I, I'm the one who has to slice generally the... Garlic bread when it comes out of the oven, and mm-hmm. it's just very hard. Crumbs everywhere. It's just mm-hmm. it's a very crummy situation. Or you could buy the kind that's pre-sliced. 
Yeah, it's Which more, goes, more expensive though. Oh, you whatever. Pay for the that's slicing. not why you. Is, that's is. not why you don't buy it. <laughs> but that is bullcrap. <laughs> you just like to slice it and see if you've got something to complain about. Yes. <laughs> it's like selectasize. You get this. You get it size it the way that you want to. So you give her the smallest piece and yourself the biggest piece. <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> the weekend movie premieres are out. Don't worry, darling. An R-rated mystery thriller starring Florence Pugh, Olivia Wilde, and Chris Pine. It's a 1950s housewife living with her husband in a utopian experimental community begins to worry that his glamorous company could be hiding sinister secrets. Ooh. Well, at least you know those people in that movie. Dun, dun, dun. I've heard of Florence Pugh, but I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. <laughs> Olivia Wilde, though. Pew, pew. Uh, Olivia Wilde's... I couldn't pick her out of a lineup. I mean, I might get... <laughs> And Chris Pine, I do know Chris Pine, so that helps. The other movie premiering this weekend is Moon Age Daydream. It is a PG documentary on music. It's exploring David Bowie's creative, spiritual, and musical journey. It features never-before-seen footage and performances spanning his 54-year career. You'll never guess. It stars David Bowie. It stars David Bowie? Well, it's a documentary. So, oh, I mean, oh. He's the, I, he's I, the feature. I was going to say, that would be kind of tough to... Speaking of stars, Harry Styles now has a banner hung at Madison Square Garden in his honor because he just wrapped up a 15 consecutive sold-out shows residency at MSG. And well, now, it's not like the Knicks are hanging any banners. No, so. they're not. There's plenty of banner room at MSG. They he now is uh, has a banner hung alongside Billy Joel for his residency and for Fish. I wouldn't have. I, I wouldn't have, have come guessed, up with Fish. I wouldn't have guessed Fish either. But of course, Billy Joel does his residency, but he does them seasonally, where he'll do weekends, and he's done that for a long time. And I still desire to see one of those shows before he stops doing it uh, because MSG is such an icon and have so you been to MSG Billy for Joel. anything I have actually been I've I've been out front Madison Square Garden because many people don't know there's an Amtrak station underneath it and so when you come up from the Amtrak, Amtrak station you get out on the street there you're out you're in front of MSG and I go hey there's Madison Square Garden so but Harry Styles did 15 consecutive shows now you hear of artists going to Towns and doing three sold out shows, four mm-hmm. sold out shows, but fifteen is quite remarkable. So good for young Mister Styles. I assume he's young. There's been a lot of back and forth about who is going to play James Bond next. So they've been asking some of the previous James Bonds who should play James Bond next. Pierce Brosnan, he was asked who should do it, and he said, "I don't care." At least he's honest. <laughs> I'm with him. I'm I don't it, care. I thought it was a pretty good answer as well. I was like, uh, well, 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 as they done. mentioned, they blame you. <laughs> this is the next James Bond movie too. More importantly, will be the first one that he's now the king's. I mean, because he's been under Queen Elizabeth all this time. Oh yeah, his Majesty, his Majesty's Secret uh-huh. Service instead of instead of her. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess that's a possibility. And Bryce Dallas Howard says she was asked to lose weight before filming Jurassic World Dominion. Well, I, I was asked to lose weight before doing the show today, but I <laughs> I told myself no, never mind. So um, I mean, I. 
I think that's common, though, right? I oh, mean, yeah. yeah, you get yeah. It's so when, what? It's one of the reasons that you. I mean, if you don't fit the part, you don't fit the part. Yeah, many people, many people can act, but you also have to look the part. You know, mm-hmm. you have to. Yeah, got to be able to do the press junket. You got to, you know, command an audience. You got to. It's all. But that's one of the reasons they get paid an outrageous amount of money. And then Will Smith is planning to film a comeback with a sci-fi thriller called Brilliance. Is the project that he's working on. So I ask you, are we ready? I was never. No. Is it I don't know that I was ever really ready for Will Smith to begin with. Yeah, I'm not a huge I fan. Never had a, I mean, I don't. Throw I, in sci-fi. Yeah. I don't no really thanks. have any strong opinion on him to begin with. Okay. So you don't care one way or another. But has he served? Has he served a. Has his time out been long enough is the question. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I think it's what was that? February? Yeah, March? it's been a while. Was it? I don't know. I think people have forgotten about it for the most part. The next thing is come and gone. Will Chris Rock show up in the opening scene of this sci-fi thriller though and slap it? Now that would be that'd be fun. Gotta get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the week here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. We got a lot of time. What's the best concert you've ever seen? And why was it so good? What's the best concert you've ever seen and why was it so good? Uh-huh. I haven't so, been to enough concerts to even answer that. Really. Well, then it should be easy for you to find one. Then, if okay, so, so Snoop with VIP. So you don't have <laughs> yeah, um, was that, yeah. Your, that was the best one? It, uh, the, VIP the VIP is, yeah, is the why. Yeah, I All mean... Right. Uh, I mean, I saw Cage the Elephant play down at before a Western football game a couple of years ago. That was pretty good. Okay, and they're good. I mean, my, it was a homecoming show for them. My first concert is probably right up there. Um, it was Reba, but it was my dad took me, so that was so that that was the, the why. why yeah, I mean, yeah. We know yours is Madonna, so so oh, yeah, clearly. Uh, I. I w- it is not my favorite concert, but I will tell you a very memorable concert. Don Henley solo at Starwood Amphitheater. Susanna Hoffs open for him. This would have been like 1991. And... It was not because Don Henley is all that great, but he, I mean, he's good. He's, you know, in the Eagles. I like Don Henley just fine. But it was mixed well, and then that Starwood Amphitheater is just... It was just a great night. Like the temperature was good, the mix was good. The it was just it was it was good. I have seen Buffett several times. Um, going back from to I was probably still a teenager the first time I saw Buffett. Uh, but the 2010 show that you and I went to in Indianapolis was my favorite Buffett show. Uh, I we had a good time. Re- I really loved seeing... Most people do it, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> I loved seeing Van Halen on their... Uh, I guess it was probably the Pound Cake Tour at Starwood. That was really good. But my, I, I ran through all of them, and I think the show I enjoyed the most was Bruno Mars at the Yum Center just a few years ago. Wow. I think I think it the the experience the our, uh, the location of our tickets the the energy of the show everything it was really good. Hmm. See, so. Celine's up there for me, and then I have no idea what year it was, but I was still in high school. Um, Starwood Stevie Nicks. Uh, that was yeah. Yeah, but that's Stevie Starwood. Nicks uh, Rod Stewart show yeah, that we saw. That Bridgestone was good. Was good. Mm-hmm. I did not really like New Kids and Nelly and. I, I think I enjoyed that more than you. Like that. <laughs> yeah. I, was, was Rod Stewart okay? 
Yeah, he was good. It was fine. We, no, I mean, did they we have were children. Did they uh, wheel him out in the wheelchair? Yeah, we were children. We, we're actually the young ones there, Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. There, there were older people there. So it's good to see some of you kids here at the show. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Okay, good. <laughs> on television tonight, Shark Tank on ABC, 2020, the season 45 premiere. Fly Away With Me on Hallmark tomorrow evening. Given that for uh, UConn and the Strawberry Queen, so they'll know what they're going to do. Is it tomorrow? Yes, yeah, tomorrow. Okay. Sunday, Celebrity Jeopardy, Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. Snoop Dogg is on Celebrity Wheel of Fortune on Sunday, by the way. Uh-huh. And, uh, of course, the... So now you're watching Celebrity Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> well, she's going to have this... a dilemma because then also Big Brother, the uh, finale of Big Brother is Sunday night. I think Snoop... Tr- Trump's that doesn't season. Doesn't? Yeah, she'll have to wait for me to watch. I won't be able. We won't be able to watch yeah, Big Brother on on Sunday. Oh, yeah, good point. Season thirty four premiere of The Simpsons on Sunday evening. Thirty four, thirty fourth season. Yep. That's crazy, right? Today's highlight in history: This day in nineteen fifty two, Senator Richard Nixon salvaged his vice presidential nomination by appearing on television from Los Angeles to refute allegations of improper campaign fundraising and what became known as the Checkers Speech. I'm not a crook. The Jetsons pre- that happened a few years later. <laughs> the Jetsons premiered in nineteen sixty two. All my children premiered in twenty eleven. So six, no, sixty years of the Jetsons. All my children. Uh, left the air in 2011 after 41 years. Yeah, the Jetsons. Well, yeah, wasn't it just a couple Me, weeks? George Jetson. A couple weeks ago mm-hmm. that George Jetson was born. I think that's. I think that's right. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's also there's a thing in there about President Trump and Steph Curry five years ago today. He got when he uninvited Steph Curry to the White House because Steph Curry said he wasn't coming to the White House, and so that turned into that. I quit. No, you're fired. No, you can't fire me. I quit. No, I quit first. No, yeah, I fired you first. But the other thing was the thing that he did with Hannity when he basically claimed Jedi mind trick earlier this week. I can declassify anything I want to just by thinking about it. <laughs> I thought, are you Obi-Wan Kenobi? Are you like... Mm, these are not the droids you're he, looking for. He probably thinks he's something. <laughs> Julio Iglesias is 79 today. I mean, I've heard some good ones, but that's a good one. Bruce Springsteen is 73 today. Jason the Alexander. Boss. But I'll take some mean tweets for some good price gasoline, by the way. Jason Alexander is 63. Chai McBride is 61. Chai McBride played Lou Grover on Hawaii Five-0 most recently. Okay. You know him? Yeah. Big guy. He's like big, strong. I like him. Gone but not forgotten, Ferdinand the Sixth, born in 1713. Robert Bosch, born in 1861. Mickey Rooney in 1920. Ray Charles in 1930. That's a pretty good gone but not forgotten. Not too bad. Let's go to 1957. Bobby Helms actually sang something other than Jingle Bell Rock. Did did you say Jason Alexander, too? You kind of... Did you say that, birthday? Yeah, I thought you did. George. I heard it. Yeah, 63. Costanza's 63 uh-huh. today. I thought you did, but it kind of it kind of got lost in the transition. I want to make sure that... Bobby Helms. Fraulein. I like his suit jacket. His blazer there. Would you wear that? Yeah, of course. Okay, just checking. It's like uh, some of Matt wanna, Jones's blazer. Don't want to waste my money. And I get that for you for Christmas. 1966, The Supremes, You Can't Hurry Love. Or, or the uh, place of the good old Griswold Bevan or Was it the fair? Uh-huh. Yeah. Was that the Trumps? Yeah, the mm-hmm. Trump heads on it? Yeah. yeah. And I think the guy that makes that 
tried to give one to Matt Jones from KSR. And I think he. Uh, Sing it, Ronnie. In the middle of the afternoon. Ronnie Millsap, number one in 75. My mind's home loving you. Daydreams about night things in the middle of the afternoon. <laughs> like it. Missing you, John Wake, number one in 1984. And I wonder. better be grateful, Sam, because the another option was Merle Haggard's Let's Chase Each Other Around the Room. Oh, dear. Number one in 84. Okay, and let's see what's the year. The year was 93. Jimmy Mattingly was number one. This isn't even, yeah, that's right. This, I see, isn't even really his backup singer singing. It's like a karaoke version. I was going to say, is this even Garth? Jimmy had a number one single this date in 1993. By the way, he actually didn't play on the studio version of those songs. So when I'm doing that, I'm just going out of my way to not have to say GB. You see where GB has lost 50 pounds? Really? So other than the headlines this week. So good for you, Garth. Really good. Nellie, Kelly Rowland, number one in 02. 20 years ago today, Dilemma was number one. So after you just said you didn't like him in concert, you start playing a little Nellie. <laughs> it's the Band-Aid. I can't get past the Band-Aid. Like, that's got to be healed up by now. <laughs> Adele, number one, someone like you. 11 years ago today. Sam, give my regards to Adele when you see her tomorrow. I don't know if she's watching today or not. She didn't comment or anything. Hey to Dave. Yes. I hope and Dave, I think even my little brother might come. Oh, yeah. Hope, nice. I hope Dave enjoys his pronto pup if he finds one. I, I will let him know. Uh, if you can't find one in Clarkson, they have them in Evansville. I don't think we're going to be making the trip to Evansville. Right. For one, because once you get into Clarkson tomorrow, you can't get out. You're in there. There's no reason to leave. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Life is a journey, and if you fall in love with the journey... You'll be in love forever. Life is a journey, and if you fall in love with the journey, you'll be in love forever. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Uh, remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here on Monday for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, Jimmy MB, and now you're in the know.